You're listening to Bowls Australia's official podcast, The Right Line, rolling you through the latest from the world of bowls. Subscribe now via your favourite podcast app. Hello and welcome to The Right Line, Bowls Australia's official podcast. Val Febo here with you for episode 64 today and we do have a massive show as we get closer and closer to the 2023 World Bowls Championships. Joining me on today's show, we're going to have right at home Jackaroo Christina Christic ahead of her maiden campaign at the World Bowls Champs um, after already uh, dazzling at the Commonwealth Games last year. But before we do any of that, we've got five host clubs, Musgrave Hill, Broadbeach, Helen's Vale, Paradise Point, and Mudgery Bar. And the chairman of the uh, of Mudgery Bar joins me now, Wendy Morell, chairman of the board of management at uh, at the club. Thank you for joining me. Uh, how are you? And congratulations on uh, on the club being selected as a host club for the World Champs. It must be amazing. Yes, it was. Um, we felt it was a privilege, you know, a, a surprise. But everybody was overjoyed when we were asked. And um, without too many hassles, we said yes. And I've got into it. Uh, And really looking forward to next month coming around. Yes, certainly. It's only just over a month away now, which is so, so exciting. And talk to us about the excitement around the club and, and how everybody's feeling, the members, the staff, and just the sheer buzz around it. We're a small club, one of the smaller ones on the coast. So to be asked in the first place was great. And we knew that we were going to have to rely on our club members for volunteers. And to be fair to them, all our volunteers, um, all the places that we needed volunteers for, everybody's put their hands up. And I would say we've got about 60, 70 members who are going to be volunteering across all the disciplines that we wanted. it's been huge, and as you know, it was a long way away, but the time has come round very quickly. Um, we've got a chef who's going to be doing the food, and he's really on board. And as I said, you know, if it wasn't for the volunteers, we would not be able to do it. And Fiona Hall has been sort of doing a lot of the coordinating, so she's been brilliant. So yes, we've had everybody supported it, which is really good. So it's great. Ah, uh, that is fantastic. Volunteers are the absolute lifeblood of this sport. We know, and we see it at the Australian Open, and we're going to be seeing more of it at the World Championships. And we know Fiona Hall well at Bowls Australia. She's an avid watcher of Ringside Live. So, good afternoon to you, Fiona, wherever you are. But um, the general reaction when the club found out the news or was asked, you said that it was without many hesitations that you did say yes. What was your initial reaction? Well, I'd only just been made chairman. Um, I was in the job about a month. Baptism of fire. Yes. So this came through and first reaction was, oh, my God, God, can we do this? And then we thought, well, we do the Australian Open. We're one of the host clubs for that. And we do that well. You know, our feedback on that has always been very good. So we thought this is a once in a lifetime opportunity. It won't come round again. And so we said yes. You know, we have great greens, and um, so it was a no-brainer in some ways. You know, it was just working through step by step. As things came along, we had to sort out, and that's what we've been doing. 
And how important is the fact that you have hosted the Australian Open before and, and on many occasions? Because it is a, you know, that that is a massive event. So how important is the fact that you know that you can host the Australian Open um, to the point where you can say, you know what, we can host the World Championships? Well, we did start it in 2015, I think. It was yep. our first um, Australian Open. So we've done them. And great volunteers because we you know, we have to do the marking and everything else and that. Mm. And we got very organized. And so we have it, it's, we have it that knocked down pat because everything changes. To, but we thought, well, we've done this and we've done it quite a few years. And so we've got that experience behind us. And so I think if we hadn't had that behind us, it might've been a different ball game, but we did. And so we had a lot of things in place. So yes. Yeah, so we thought, right, we can do this. Uh, fantastic. And what about uh, some of the preparations for the club now? What's been happening and um, and what's going to be happening in the in the month in the lead up? Well, we've we have brilliant greens. So Ross Morrison, our greenkeeper, um, he has help whenever he needs it, but they're in perfect condition. So we're really pleased with that. We've had new shades put up and we've got some new outdoor furniture. Nice. Um, we've got our chef on board and, you know, any help that he will need, that you know, we can do that. Um, we had a meeting with Andrew Howie yesterday, so and that was tying up the last of the things, you know, the stands, the the toilets, and all the marquees and everything else. So as we progress, and then there'll be some training for some of our volunteers, so they they're on board with whatever they're doing on the days. So it's just each week there will be a little more, and um, you know. Everybody's really looking forward to it. You know, it's it's what four weeks, I think, isn't it? Four weeks yeah, four, four, four and a bit, I think. So not long at all. And in terms of, and you mentioned the chef, you mentioned the outdoor furniture. What is on offer for patrons? Talk us through so what fans can expect when they head to Majuri Bar. Well, we're having the the grand the stand five tier stand being built. Brilliant. So there'll be um, extra seating. We've got outdoor um, coffee van and food and things like that. We have the bar inside and, you know, great parking. That's the other thing we get. That's always good, isn't it? Great parking. Yeah. So we've got um, got huge netball court near us. So that's all the parking that they would have on the weekend we've got. Our days are midweek. So there's no conflict with anything else around. Sensational. And um, we're just off the freeway, which is, you know, easy to get to. So... It's signposted well, so everything's going to be there. Yeah, so you know, and very friendly well from all our um, members, because we're known as was it the oh, the small club with a big welcome mat. Ah, uh, nice. That's absolutely fantastic. And um, the, I think the the coffee cart probably excites uh, this Melbourneian in me a lot more than it would for others. I'm a, I love my coffee, so it's good to know that uh, that it'll be there. That's fantastic. And what does it mean to you and your members to be able to stage an event of this magnitude? Obviously, the Australian Open is wonderful. It's the pinnacle event on the Australian Bowls calendar. But now this is this is one of the blue ribboned events. There's the Commonwealth Games and there's the World Bowls Championships, and you are going to be known forever as a host club of a World Bowls Championships. What does that mean to, to you? When we were telling people about the World Bowls and they said, oh, yeah, yeah. I said, but it's about 40-odd countries coming to us. They said, what? 
They said, do that many countries play balls? I said, yes. And I think that was a bit of an eye-opener. How many countries would be taking part in this? And, you know, I've spoken to my family in the UK, and they said, but that's big. I said, it's huge. I said, you know, on the coast, it's so well you know, planned to be there because, you know, we have brilliant weather conditions. And it's just, I think it's mind-boggling, to be honest. I think um, we're still getting to grips with how big it's going to be, how many different people are going to be there. We had multi-nations a month or so ago. Yes. We had, and that went down really well. So that was a, you know, a bit of a lead-up for us to see, you know, how we were doing things, what we needed to improve and this sort of thing. So, you know, we, we're not taking things for granted. We're just trying to make sure, you know, we're on the top of everything as it comes along and being ready to adapt if we have to. Sensational. And tell us a bit about the club and its history. How many members have you got and, um, and, and a little bit about how it continues to grow? So the club opened in 1988 and um, it started off as a, a portable house that was transported to the site and then it's grown from that. So we've got about 120 uh, playing members and about 150, 200 social members. So we continue to grow. Um, we do barefoot bowls as well. So we have um, quite a few people coming and playing that. We have three coaches. Um, we have three male pennant teams, a ladies pennant team. And, you know, we do a lot of domestic in-house club championships and all this. So it's growing. And, you know, but like always, it, you have to keep trying to attract new members and younger members. And, you know, you're in competition with a lot of other sporting things that are going on. So, you know, we, we, we continue out there trying to do things. Um, Fantastic. And, um, and how did you get involved in the club and what do you love most about it? I played bowls once in Sydney yep. at a fun day at Epping, once in Fiji when I was on holiday. And then, and then about eight years ago, we moved down to the Gold Coast from Brisbane. Yep. So we did a lot of work around the house. And then I said, right, now I'm going to do something else. And the bowls club is five minutes away from me. Ah, beautiful. So I joined the bowls club and, um, took to it like a duck to water, as they say, and then started playing pennant. Then I became games director about um, four years ago. And I've done that and helped with um, running different functions and volunteering for whatever. And then as I said, last year I got asked to be chairman. And Amazing. so it's been a progression. And the club's been very good with me. Um, my husband passed away about two years ago, and they were very supportive. They're very caring. It's very family orientated. So it's been a fantastic place to be, and you know, really enjoyed my bowls. Have up and down days on my bowls, don't we all? Yes, that's for sure. But it's been great, and I love it. You know, it's really good. That's fantastic. And and look, all of the all of the. Feedback that that I hear, you know, being at being at the Australian Open and other events, you always hear that Mudgery Bar is a great place to go, and that's a testament to 
everything that you guys do at the club yourself, Fiona Hall and all of your members and volunteers, you do a wonderful job. And I look forward to seeing what Madriba um, has to offer at the World Championships because the world's best are going to descend on the Gold Coast in just over a month's time and your club will be right in the thick of the action. Wendy Morrell, thank you very much for joining me on the show. It's been an absolute pleasure and good luck with the next month and the World Championships after that. Thank you very much. Lovely to talk to you. Wendy Morell joining me on the right line, the chairperson of the board of management at Mudgeree Bar. Looking forward to seeing the club's greens in action. Two greens there, uh, just um, just about southwest of uh, of Broad Beach, so not too far away from uh, from the main thick of the action. And we're looking forward to all five clubs uh, and seeing what they can do and seeing the greens and how good they're going to look in just over a month's time. A big thank you to Wendy again. But Christina Christic, she's going to join me right after this on the right line to chat about her lead-up to the World Championships and what we can expect from her. Can her and Ellen do it again? Who knows? We'll ask and find out after this. Fast, fun and for everyone. Bowls Australia's social bowls program, Jack Attack, is like barefoot bowls but better. Jack Attack is the perfect way for beginners to get into bowls. With the short and sharp format suitable for people of all ages. Head to jackattack.com.au for more information. You're listening to The Right Line, Bowls Australia's official podcast. Val Febo here with you. And a big thank you to Wendy Morrell from Mudgery Bar Bowls Club for joining me in the last segment. Someone who is going to be featuring in the Gold, or on the Gold Coast in a month's time is the one and only right at home jackaroo, Christina Christie. Chrissy joins me from Perth now. She's cooking potatoes at the moment. <laughs> Christy, how are you? I'm good, thanks. Thanks so much for having me. Yes, I'm cooking Swedish meatballs with, um, yeah, mash for dinner. That sounds absolutely <laughs> amazing. If I was a lot closer, I might have invited myself over, but uh, the four-hour flight <laughs> is uh, just that little bit too much, I reckon. But um, thanks for joining me. Congratulations <laughs> on your selection for the World Champs. How excited are you to be making your debut at the tournament? Thanks so much. Yeah, I'm absolutely stoked. I um. Yeah, I was super nervous waiting for that text message to come through and, um, you know, I'm so grateful that it is going to be on home soil. Um, Gold Coast is practically a second home for me. Uh, I don't think I've spent uh, more time anywhere in the world other than the Gold Coast and on their beautiful greens. So I'm so excited to be teaming up with the girls and guys chosen and, yeah, less than a month now. And the family, were they just as excited as you? Because I know your dad came last year to Birmingham last year. Marcus, your boyfriend, came as well. Um, So how excited are they? Oh, super excited. My dad was the first one to book his flights and accommodation when I gave him the phone call. And, yeah, he's coming over for the whole two weeks, which is great. He'll be watching um, all all the events. Um, my partner's coming in for the second week, so he's super excited as well. And unfortunately, my mum can't come this time around, but she'll be cheering from afar. So, yeah, no families excited and super supportive. Ah, very nice. And your reaction when you initially found out how, like, you know, obviously the Com Games was was one thing, but now the World Championships, you've done both within a year. It's pretty amazing. Yeah, I guess. You know, looking back maybe five years ago, I guess there was that point of doubt, you know, in my mind thinking, will I ever make it? You know, I'd been in the Aussie squad for quite a long time and never quite cracked the five girls. So obviously we had an extremely strong uh, side, both in the women and the men at the time. We were number one in the world. So 
you know, to, yeah, have played a Commonwealth Games, you know, something that I thought maybe I wouldn't ever achieve uh, was, you know, top of the list and to get picked for a World Bowls is even better. You know, yeah, I just can't wait. Um, I guess coming from the back of Com Games, a lot of people said to me, oh, you know, surely, surely you'd be confident you'd get, you know, just came off, um, you know, winning gold with Ellen and the pairs, you know, you guys will get it. And I I never kind of in my mind thought, you know, it's a definite. I'm really sorry. That's my dog <laughs> in the background wanting to play. <laughs> um, different surfaces in the UK, as most people know, their greens are a lot slower, yeah. uh, a lot trickier, bumpy, different to Australian greens. Milo, shush. <laughs> uh, so I knew uh, it was going to be tough to, I had to, yeah, showcase my best bowls uh, during the trials to get selected. And talk to me about life since Birmingham, because it was, and look, we had you on the show after you won last year. It was amazing to be there and witness that. But I saw at the AO the fanfare around uh, you two, and you and Ellen Ryan was uh, was quite large. So how has life been since you got back and that notoriety of sorts of, you know, being a Commonwealth champion and giving Bowls fans around the nation probably the biggest cheer that they've had in a very long time? Yeah, it's pretty surreal. I mean, it took a good six months for it to kind of sink in, I guess. Um, I've had so much support uh, from everyone all around Australia and the world as well. Um, yeah, I, I guess it was a kind of the feeling kind of came true at the Australian Open, just gone. You know, I hadn't really been to any major events uh, other than the AO since uh, the Com Games. And, yeah, just having people coming up to Els and I asking for photos and talking about, you know, their experience watching our final was pretty cool. So, yeah, it's nice to know that, like, we've made an impact on other people's lives too. And you're playing pairs again and fours as well, um, same as the Com Games last year. Touch on pairs first, you and Els again. What would it yeah. mean to you to achieve the Com Games and world double with your best friend? Oh, it would mean the world. As uh, everyone knows, we are besties. We're never far apart from one another. When, when we are together, obviously, we live on opposite sides of the of the country. Um, but, yeah, I guess, like, we dreamt, we've dreamt of this moment forever, you know, even before Commonwealth Games. We were both hoping we'd get selected, but little did we ever think that we'd get selected in the pairs together. So to achieve that with her and win gold was incredible. And just to have that opportunity again to... Yeah, I guess to have another chance at it would, yeah, is great. You know, regardless of the result, I know I'm going to enjoy every minute out there on the green with her. And the fours, you'll be with Dawn, Linny and Kelsey, another pretty formidable team. Um, how much contact have the four of you had in terms of the event and plans and in the lead up? Yeah, so um, basically we've had a, a World Bowls uh, camp uh, earlier on in the year back in May, I think it was, March or May, can't remember, sorry, there's been so many events on. Um, so that was a great opportunity for us to get uh, together as a four and uh, obviously practice our discipline. I've trained against the, our uh, boys team, so that was, yeah, great competition for us and uh, we had the opportunity to team up, team up at the Matador Fours just before the AO at Broad Beach um, and we ended up coming 
fifth, I think it was, out of, I can't remember how many teams, but we only lost one game out of nine. So that was an effort considering, you know, the four of us haven't really played a lot together other than Linny and Kels, which have in in the past. But yeah, that was great. And uh, we thoroughly enjoyed, enjoyed it, learned a lot about one another, developed our game plans and yeah, super excited to, for our camp coming up soon. Uh, that's fantastic. And I actually was doing some research before. Lindsay and Kelsey have won eight Australian Open titles together. So uh, oh. your, your force <laughs> team, I think, with you as a Com Games gold medalist and Dawn as uh, one of the form players in, on Australian soil. I reckon you're in pretty good uh, good shape ahead of the world. Now, it is Lindsay's last international event. How special would it be to step onto the top step of that podium with her and seeing her bow out in style? Oh, it was super emotional when uh, she sent us all a message before she announced her retirement. Uh, God, I did shed a couple of tears uh, and, you know, I, I know myself and the girls want to make this the most special, I guess, exit out, out of the international scene for her um, to win a gold medal and have that around our necks for her last event would be incredible um, and I hope, really hope we can do that for her. I will be giving it my 100%. And what about the effect that she's had on your career? She's been in the national squad for the entirety of your time there. So, you know, yeah. what what influence has she had on you personally? Oh, she's had a, a massive impact on my career. Uh, early on, obviously, as I was saying, it took me a while to crack the five. So I didn't have, haven't had a lot of opportunities to play on the international scene with her other than Commonwealth Games just gone and a trans-Tasman. But, um, you know, she, we've created so many memories together, lots of laughs. Linny is a role model to many, including myself. You know, her natural leadership, her passion for the game, her competitive spirit, you know, she's just an incredible person and it'll leave a massive, holes in, a massive hole in our Jackaroos family without her there. But we're hoping she'll hang in there and be in the AWE space, which I know she's um, training really hard for that at the moment. So regardless of that, we'll miss her so much. Don't worry, she's dominating the television screens as well. So I reckon we're going to be seeing her at a fair few events. Don't you worry about that. But now the next month, um, what does it look like for you in terms of preparation? And, um, you know, you've had your camps already, but now with a month to go, it's really going to zone in ahead of Gold Coast. So what what's coming up? I know I think you're going to the Golden Nugget soon. Yes, so yeah. Sunday um, I fly out with my mate Cody Packer. Uh, traveling to Tweed Heads to play in the prestigious singles event at Tweed. Um, super excited, a bit nervous because you know every game is going to be super hard, but it's going to be great practice um, for me, the girls and the boys in, in the World Bowls team. Yes, it's not a venue that we will be playing at at World Bowls, but the greens are quite similar to the other venues we'll be playing at. So great competition practice. Um, I've been getting out on the green as much as I can, uh, as much as this weather in Perth permits. Uh, it's been raining a lot, so it doesn't really mimic the greens um, over on the Gold Coast. But, yeah, trying to do my drills, lots of practice, trying to get everything set set up at home before I leave and have it organised with work. Lots of meals in the freezer for Marcus and the dogs. <laughs> so, um, yeah, just trying to make my, get everything done so that I feel calm and collected before I leave. Yeah. Nice. And all right. Well, now you've done it for the website, but I couldn't let you go yeah. without making you do it here as well. We do short ends after most of our interviews here on the right line. So I've asked some that I ha- I didn't make you do for our website features for the world champs team. But so 
This is the contentious one. Do you keep your chocolate in the fridge or the pantry? Oh, the pantry. Thank you. So hard when you put it in the fridge. Exactly. And thank yeah. you. Chrissy, A+. Plus. Uh, now, okay. who- Ellen, oh, I was just going to say, Ellen has it in the fridge <sighs> and I'm too nice and I leave it in the fridge and I hate it when we room together. So she should be thankful for that. I think normally I- I think you need a block each, I would say. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, I'll tell her when I see her that she needs to be accommodating to you as well. Um, now, who do you say good morning to first, Ellen or Marcus? Oh, um, okay. It is Marcus because he leaves for work at just before five, quarter oh. to five in the morning. So he always comes over, gives me a kiss and says good morning and then he leaves okay. and then as soon as I wake up I say good morning to Ellen all right so Marcus wins out yeah <laughs> what does he do that he has to leave so early uh he's a heavy diesel mechanic by trade um, oh, right. so yeah works very long hours the poor thing yeah yeah no it would be um now nationals are heading to Perth later this year what's the best thing about Perth oh that's a really tough one our weather is okay I know I said it's been raining a lot but our weather is beautiful. Um, that's one of the things. Oh, that's a really tough one. I think my favourite thing about Perth is the fact that it's not a super busy city, but it's not really quiet either. It's kind of that in-between. Yep. It's a really relaxed lifestyle. We've got beautiful hiking trails and beaches and, you know, just beautiful outdoors. So that's my favourite thing about Perth. Very nice. And it works out that I had this question written down because you are cooking currently. So what is the best dish you can cook? Oh, the favourite, uh, probably most favourite thing that Ellen and Marcus like, I talk about it like she's my girlfriend or something, <laughs> but I cook for her. Like she's, your, like, like she's your child. Oh, Ellen really likes <laughs> this, so I make it, make it for her. <laughs> um, they love my chicken and leek pie. Oh, that sounds good. Yeah. Yeah, I make that. Um, and what else? Oh, I make this like Korean beef dish. It's called K- Korean bibimbap and I've cooked it for some of the Aussie girls and they love it and I've asked for the recipe too. That so. does sound very nice. Korean yeah. meat is very underrated. Yeah, yeah. It comes with rice and veggies and nice. some kiwi sauce on top. So Very yeah. nice. <laughs> Oh, well, well done to you then, Chrissy. And yeah, if, if, they've asking, if they're asking for the recipes, then it must be good. But Chrissy, thank you very much for joining me on the show. It's been an absolute pleasure chatting to you ahead of the World Championships. I'll see you up on the Gold Coast. Um, in between then, get your training in and make sure you're ready to go, which I'm sure you will be. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. See you, Val. Christina Christick there joining me on the right line. Her and Alan Ryan gave Bowls fans all around the world the treat of their lives with that women's pairs final in Birmingham last year. And let's hope we can see them replicate it yet again at the goal or on the Gold Coast in a month's time. Looking forward to that. But that's about it for us here at the right line today. It's been a pleasure having your company wherever you're listening from. And make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you get your shows from. 
We are there and also Bowls Australia's social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, YouTube. You can subscribe and follow all of the action that's happening from all around the country, of course, with the World Bowls Championships and indoors coming up. We're going to be ramping up a lot more, so stay tuned for all of that. A big thank you to Wendy Morell and Christina Christick for joining me, Val Febo, on this episode of The Right Line. We'll catch you next week.